my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to make a plan to follow up. So often, people take an initial silence or non-committal answer as a no. And sometimes, it is a no. But sometimes, it isn't. Which is why it pays to follow up. Let's picture this scenario. You're reaching out to someone that a friend suggested you meet. Maybe this person works at a company you've long been intrigued by, where you might like to work someday too. You write a note introducing yourself and ask to talk. The person replies that she is slammed right now, but can we follow up next month? What do you do with this? A great many people simply interpret it as no. Another rather high proportion of people decide that this means what it means. This month is really busy. But they don't make a plan to do anything with that information. Time passes and they move on to other things. Somewhere in the back of their minds, they remember that this was a potential contact. But even that gets mushy after the weeks go by. So nothing happens. Then there are some folks who write back with, sounds good. I will follow up next month. Then they put it on their calendars on a specific date early in the next month to reach out again. On that date, they write a follow-up note revisiting the initial request. Which approach do you think is more effective? Following up doesn't always yield results, but it's far more likely to yield results than doing nothing. I mean, let's face it. Someone you reached out to is probably not going to remember to follow up with you. It's up to you to make it happen. So it's up to you to have a system to make it happen. This really doesn't need to be that complicated. If you ask and someone suggests a better time for following up, take them at their word. Next week means sending a follow-up note next Monday. Next month means sending a follow-up note on the first workday of the following month. Next year means the first workday of the new year. Now, I will admit that anyone punting you off to the next year might not be a completely great prospect, but you never know. Maybe they had tons of business last year and none this year. Maybe this person is now in need of help themselves. Help you might be able to offer in addition to whatever you are asking from them. There is no harm done by sending a follow-up note. Sending a dozen notes to a person can bend into the realm of being uncomfortable for everyone. 
but two or three doesn't cross into that category at all. And often people do just get busy. We all go through times when we are overcommitted or our work cycles are at their peak. An accountant might want to talk with you about the neighborhood committee, but not on March 15th. Follow up in late April when she tells you she is emerging from busy season, and you are far more likely to get a yes. Do you have any great stories from having a system for following up? If so, I'd love to hear about them. You can reach me at laura at lauravandercam.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey listeners, I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water, to stunning black sand beaches, and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.